0: Blog Talk Radio.
1: Here at ACO Radio, American Communications Online, or any affiliated stations or websites are not responsible for what guests, hosts or call-ins may say. All programming is intended for informational and entertainment purposes only.
2: Thank you, Thomas R. Becker of Valdosta, Georgia. He is our famous GM, for me, is a personal friend of mine in radio. He produces Revolution.Radio with his team over there in Valdosta. I'm in Gulf Breeze, Florida, so welcome all you ground troops spinning around smartly on the planet. I'll try not to talk directly into the phone because I have a bad habit of doing that and I need to get on my cell phones. But in the meantime, I'm going to introduce this and then set it down and then I'll ask Suzanne if she's if I sound too loud, but I don't know where to put the phone. It's got an up and down. Well, this is TJ Marce, T Radio, and we're forming our Psychic Network Club again. And uh, Suzanne of Orange County, California, has agreed to help me. She's been doing this stuff her whole entire life. I've always been considered one and <laughs> worked in, in shows, but uh, uh, we both worked at uh, – we both worked in clubs, and we both worked in bookstores and you know companies, but uh, 2020, there's a call from the universe to get us back out here, and uh, another friend of ours on LinkedIn, an entrepreneur networker, got us together somehow, and it seems to be holding almost a month, so... Uh, we hope you'll come and listen to us, and then people that call in will get a free mini-reading because they're being part of our show, so you can see what we do as readers, and we hope you'll call us at home during this time uh, for a future longer when you need it, and it may be $1, 2 or $3 a minute. We haven't established that because we get along with everybody else in the world, and that's sort of the going rate. <laughs> so we're That's getting good. we're getting all that worked out, right? So uh, we're building a spiritual science community, and uh, I have a Patreon. If you want to go to patreon.com forward slash join forward slash Teresa J Morris and look at what projects I'm willing to work on right now, and you can join my ACO club and uh, help me produce and market and help us do more of these. But in the meantime, we're going to do many readings, and Suzanne uh, is a great reader. Suzanne Wyman, you may know her uh, around uh, California, but she got married, and it's Flynn now, F-L-Y-N-N, so she's using her maiden name and uh, her uh, married name, so it's going to be Suzanne Wyman Flynn for all you guys out there keeping up with your psychics in today's world. I'm Teresa J. Morris, but most of y'all know me as TJ. But as a reader, I used my higher self as Tara. And uh, I haven't I haven't got to ask Suzanne and get to know her very well, so I'm going to ask her, and uh, I'm going to put uh, Edmund, I'll, Esmond, I'll be back to Esmond in a minute. He called in for a reading, or somebody else did, too. But uh, for, for uh, Suzanne, so we can get to know each other a little better, Sure. Help me out here uh, on, uh, you know, you and me and live calls are welcome and uh, all of that to do free readings. But uh, we're doing a little two-hour show, folks, and most of y'all know that over eight years. But uh, anyway, I sort of have always thought of myself as a precognitionist, Susie, because it seemed like I could know things when I didn't have my cards with me, but it saved my life a lot of times. So, uh, you know... Uh, I'd like to talk just a few minutes about you and me and what makes us different, and then we'll get on. I used to tell people I like to visit with my psychic or people and then have them come on the last hour, but I came on an hour later, so you could come on. Uh, normally, I come on at 7, folks, my time 8 Eastern, but we're going to try it later. But people in New York seem to like me better later anyway, Suzanne, so um uh, just <laughs> You know, tell people a little bit about how you do things and how long you've been in. It's sort of like the basic introduction to who you are and how they get in touch with you off the of air. So tell oh, people who you are if you don't
3: mind. Oh, I'd love it. First of all, thank you, Teresa, for bringing me on and doing the technical work and organizing things and making it super easy for me to just come on and do the creative psychic work. Um, I've worked as a psychic since 1982. Uh, I went back to school in 2015 and did a refresher in many areas, um, doing some intensive seminars. Some of my favorite um, people to work with at the moment are uh, Carolyn Mays and Jean Houston, Michael Beckwith, and John Assaroff. Those are um, some of the best, most hardworking people. I consider myself an individual who understands the process of manifestation with great clarity. I've always worked as a psychic. If you look at my chart in astrology, I have a classic basket chart, which is um, the same sort of chart that Edgar Casey had. And it is the mark of a healer. It is the mark of an intuitive. And I have the markings on my feet uh, for a humanitarian. And I have the moon markings on my hands and I also have the markings in my eyes in iridology as to having inherited uh, psychic ability from my father's side of the family. So um, this is what I do. This is all that I've done. Uh, I like to use different tools. I've studied and learned a lot about tarot cards and archetype work, uh, whether it is learning it through... Um you know, Freud's work, and I've also, my specialty, I think that is one of my greatest pieces of expertise is doing dream interpretation. the different eight different types of dream interpretation work. I teach dream interpretation work. Um, I have a lot of really great friends that enjoy psychics, support psychics, and I have uh, an artist community. My husband's an artist. and so I have a community of artist friends. And um, I also have a really great group of um, lawyer friends. And I have done parties, large parties, small parties, uh, every type of party imaginable. And that is really a great way for somebody who has never gotten a psychic reading and simply wants to have their experience of sampling it. And when I do that type of work, I do palmistry, tarot cards, a teacup reading, and a signature reading, which is actually a form of psychometrization, or a cell phone. Um, Working on the phone, I've been working on the phone for, gosh, all psychics work on the phone, so that's sort of a natural placement of energy. And in that format, I use the vibration of the person's voice and listen very, very closely to how they describe what's going on in their life today. So, um, I am sort of a workaholic personality in the land of psychics. I don't ever have to struggle to reach for that psychic energy; it's constantly available. I believe in the process of prayer and meditation, and mastering meditation. Um, I studied with Alex Lukman. Alex Lukman is the person who wrote What Your Dreams Can Teach You, been republished nine times and he is currently the living authority on dream interpretation and what that really means. So um, is there anything that I've left out? My grandmother taught me how to read feet. Uh, My grandmother also taught me how to read regular cards as a divination tool. And this is really my life. I just do this, and I do it for my work. I do it for my love. I do it for... um, support. Um, I have a great community of people that support and believe in me and encourage me. And uh, the person who put Teresa and I together, which has been kind of an effortless connection, I feel like I know her without ever actually having met her, is a man by the name of Robert Butwin, and he contacted me through LinkedIn. And I was looking for somebody to talked to and I called up Teresa and the first thing I said to her I said are you a psychic and that was my very first question out of my mouth and the conversation feels like it has never really ended it feels like whenever I start a conversation with her it doesn't have a beginning a middle or an end it just goes so I'm in love with that connection today it's wonderful wow you're hired (laughs)
4: Thank
2: you <laughs> Well <laughs> Really folks I can't hire But uh, I can't fire either <laughs> So we're just uh, <laughs> Here out Hanging out, hanging out. Yeah we're out here In the space So I hope you guys Can tune in The call in is Three four seven nine four five seven two zero seven, and I enjoy uh, having somebody with me. They always recommend you have a co-host or another person to talk to on Blog Talk. That's how I got trained here at Blog Talk, and another gentleman started me on this, and I never can remember his name, Brett. What was his last name? Frey, Brett. Um. Anyway, you can go back if you're interested. Go all the way back to the beginning uh, of the shows. And uh, there's a history of eight years coming up on June, and a lot of them I deleted uh, by mistake one day, including Stan Friedman's on the UFO Association. But anyway, um, I'm here, and Suzanne's here, and is this your third or fourth show? I I should have numbered them, uh, like a series, but I didn't think to do that. Is this your third or fourth show with me? Do you know?
3: I I think this is our fourth show together.
2: So we must have started in April, huh? I'll have to go back and look. It lists them, folks. And you can just go down and keep on the bottom of the screen. If you go to blogtalkradio.com, and then it's forward slash TJ Marsh ET Radio. Go in there. A lot of y'all, they're listening on cell phones. Um, But go in there. And there's a way for you to get on off of the screen. And I used to have... Tommy or Janet helped me, and Tommy was really good at this. And I used to have some other psychic people that came on to help me. And uh, but Suzanne's volunteered on Thursdays, and we will figure this out the best way for you guys to get to know she and I. But please uh, write our names down if you will come back and see us. But uh, I know a lot of y'all just called in because you like blog talk too. But we'll get started here and show you how the mini readings are done. And Please, if you call in, uh, know that you are being recorded and they stay right here on Blog Talk for you to hear or your friends. On the right-hand screen, there's a download. You can download them for free to your computer and listen to yourself over and over again. And people (laughs) around the world have gotten to know me and say they like the the, uh, psychic ones I did more than any of them because they can pretty much get news anywhere. But they also like my paranormal and UFO show. So Saturday, uh, I'm doing a UFO, no, Paranormal, show, well, sort of a mixture, with Ronnie Dawson, we just started, Uh, he said permanently on Friday, and I just like him, so, uh, you know, if you want to do a show, I could do 24-hour, but I don't want to be a 24-hour person, so I use live podcasting, and then you can get it 24 hours, so we still qualify, all right, well, that's us, so here we go, Um, it's only about 12 minutes after, so that's not too bad, let's see, I had Ronnie first, no, I had Es as, Esmond, as, isn't it, from Cleveland Is that you, Esmond? You're back on
1: Desmond, yeah. yes
2: Okay, well Esmond, uh, your voice sounds young But tell me uh, What can I help you with tonight it, What's it's uh, Today is Thursday, May 14th If anybody's keeping up with it But tell me a little bit about yourself Or whatever it is that you want to let me know And
1: I'll do a mini-reading for you Um I wanted to uh information um uh, about uh a lady at work um, named Robin. She she told me a little bit about her situation that she you know, she stays with her baby father and whatnot. Uh, I just wanted a little more uh what do you pick up from uh Lava? Oh,
2: you wanna know uh, specific about person, so I'm sure that uh uh, we can try to help you with your situation. I wish I had not turned my light off in here. I'm used to doing meditation in here. Turn my light off. But I'm, I'm going to pull some cards and see what's up for you, everybody. I do past, present, future, and then sort of a path card. But I've also got a flower card, but that's not going to help you much. But let me see what I get on you. Uh, first of all, you're all about wisdom today, which is obviously what the cards say. And it says you're dealing with ending Relationships in this particular time in your life, but uh, you're working very hard. In uh, I'll just tell uh, tell you with the number nine, which to me is completion number. But Suzanne can tell you a little bit about my, now. The woman did come up, but it seems to be that she is very intelligent, but she's also about money. Just so you know. Now I'm just telling you, folks. I read love. I guess you could say the cosmos, universal. I, I do Akashic Field, but I use these cards with the universe so I can have archetypes to give me an idea. But it shows to me also that you are stuck on uh, decision-making. And that's that's uh, <laughs> if you could see the cards, it would be very obvious to you. But uh, it looks like you, you need to think about your money situation because I'm getting that the path you're on is not just about her and relationships but in this day and time that you need to be thinking about your your money and uh if you want to know I have to go back into present. Hold on. I'm gonna uh you wanna ask a direct question, hold on, about a woman and a baby daddy. No, I get that you're moving forward. Uh if you're asking specifically about her and uh In the present, I didn't ask about the past or the future, but right now, I'm getting, uh, with you charging forward, more like a knight. But uh, it shows that you're undecided in the future with uh, a three of wisdom or three of wands, so to speak. So, uh, you know, using your body, mind, spirit, and emotional intelligence, uh, you're asking more about a relationship with a woman at work. So, Suzanne... He's asking more something in your alley, whereas I pull more of a generic all over. But I told you uh-huh. a little bit about what the universe, there's the universe and me and the cards. But what do you get for Esmond? You, Esmond, you'll have to talk to her one more time. She likes to hit, get a hit off of the vibration. Go ahead. I'll mute
1: okay. um, I'm, so, um, I was going to say, but, I mean, I, I'll take the overall reading too, just so I can get a better synopsis of. Know what I need to do, but um, yes. Um, so what do you need me to? Can you
3: can you tell me what the weather's like in your area today?
1: Uh, the weather is about sixty nine. It's raining. You know, but it's a lot better than we had it earlier this week. so, So,
3: okay, I get it. I really get it. So first of all, um, the person who you're involved with, you didn't expect to fall in love with this person, and you've fallen in love with this person, and even though you know that she has some sort of a relationship with the person who's the father of her child, you still really want this relationship with this person because you like things that are exact, you like to know where the knowledge is, and you like to be in charge of the information. And this person challenges you in a way that you've never expected. So I think this is a good relationship for you, but you're going to have to take it slow. You're going to have to take your time, get to know this person, and she needs some time to figure out what it is that she needs from this person who's the father of her child. And you really are sitting in an interesting position because, Uh, Although you have a lot of energy for relationships, you really need to be focused on your practical matters, producing money, and being very responsible at this point in time. If you can stay focused on money and responsible between June, July, and August, you'll see that your overall picture with this relationship and your own stability will rapidly improve. But if you allow yourself to sort of not take care of the things you're supposed to take care of, it could be really difficult. So I really want to encourage you to take care of work and business and your responsibilities first. Give her this time she needs to sort out that relationship. She's interested in you. She's she's quite beautiful and quite interesting, uh, a very complex human being, but you find her inexplicably attractive. Yeah,
1: oh, yeah. I know she's liking me. She seems like a, she's like a nice person. I'm you know, kind of um more um full figured woman more than I'm used to. But she's she seems okay. But I don't know, I don't know her her angle. I don't know if she just wanted to. I just have a physical relationship. I don't know. Some of them just trying to figure her out.
3: Okay, give me a question. You haven't made a question. You have made a commentary. You haven't made a question. So no. <laughs> let's get well, let's get specific, um, okay?
1: Oh okay. Uh, um yeah. Well, what kind of relationship? What is she looking for? Because it can't be nothing long term. We don't see nothing long term. Like maybe a long term friend, but I don't see nothing like so why, far okay. as. I don't. I
3: don't want to be. I don't want to be abrupt with you, but I kind of got to ask you. If you're not looking for a long-term relationship and you don't know what you see in her, why would you ask about her? I mean, there must be some reason that you're interested in her enough to ask the question. So what is it that interests you?
1: It seems like uh, she has a good heart. So, you know, that's that's kind of attractive. But I don't. We don't don't
3: minimize them. We don't don't minimize um, them. We don't minimize mm-hmm. a big heart, do we? We don't minimize a big heart. I mean, a lot of people can have some great qualities, but having a big heart—that's quite a lovely. That's that's a lovely gift in the world, isn't it?
1: Yes. Yeah. Especially, especially these times. Yeah.
3: Yeah. So I think there's an interesting attraction there with this person. And let's give it some time. She does need some time to figure out what her relationship is with the father of her child. And you need to put some effort into, you know, responsibility and money. And uh, let's give it these three months and not put any big deals on it. And let's just enjoy it. Okay. Okay.
2: Enjoy the person. <laughs> Sounds That's good right. to me. <laughs> Well, just enjoy it and see where it goes on your spiritual, right, on her, her spiritual journey. And, uh, Esmond, just stay in touch with us and let us know how it goes, uh, how your life. But be aware that money is important in this day and time. It came up for her and you, too. But that's probably for everybody right now. <laughs> no, But that's what the cards wanted me to tell you, so that's what I did. So uh, just keep keep abreast of, keep on top of your financial situation, okay? And every card, you can always call back. Uh, I'm here. Uh, we I got to start saying, me and Suzanne. Suzanne and I are, are here weekly. So just check in and uh, like my show, if you will, and uh, stay in touch. And uh, we'll hopefully have a website up soon that you can join. I've got 38 or so. But anyway, just stay up with uh, TJ Marcy T Radio. Let us okay. know what's happening with you, okay? And uh, thanks for calling us and stay in touch with us. All right. Thanks, Excellent. Esmond. Okay. Bye. All right. Let's see here. This one is a Skype call. Let me see oh, who this well. is. Uh, hi. Can you hear me? Have we yeah, got a you actually,
0: Yes. I was just listening to the show. That's all.
4: <laughs> oh, no well, thank for... you. Yes.
0: Thank you. Are you okay. sure you
3: don't want to do, you don't want to do a yeah. short question? Yeah. Sure. okay. Yeah, let's do a okay.
0: short question.
3: Okay. What's your All first right. name?
0: So, um, this is Terry.
3: Huh. From well, where, Terry?
0: Yes. Where you calling from, from New York. From New York. New York.
4: Oh, you
0: sound,
2: listen to you, that you,
3: New
2: York accent. <laughs> <laughs> I love it.
3: You sound very familiar to me. It's kind of an interesting yes, we, thing. Have we talked
0: before? yes. Yes, we have.
3: Wow. Okay, so I like your generosity, your kind heart, your forgiving nature, your hard work ethic, and the ability to take care of family members. Put you in any situation. You're the first person to show up, be the leader, and take charge of a situation. People have said you're kind of bossy. You're not bossy. You just know what needs to be done, and you're willing to do the work. You don't have any patience with people that aren't loyal to you. So um, right now you're trying to make a decision about a money opportunity, in, and it involves work and further training.
0: Well, does. yes, 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 oh, <laughs> yes. You are 1,000% well, right, yes.
3: Wow, okay.
0: So, so the further what,
3: training is there.
0: I'm sorry. Okay.
3: No, go ahead. That's what I want to know.
0: Yeah, the further training is there. I'm going to be uh, actually involving myself more in public speaking, and I'm just going to be doing some lighting um, to advance my career. So you're right, so I can get land the right job when the opportunity mm-hmm. comes to grow in the company. And also, this is the thing, guys. Okay, I'm trying to see what should I do uh uh, at the beginning of the year I would love to go back to acting school But then I'm torn about Going to college to pursue My MBA So I'm I'm unsure Yeah but acting huh. I love to act um, But the other one I don't know
3: I don't know So oh. So I gotta kind of ask you Like first of all You're really talented And you, have, you do have the actor on your second chakra. So, um, usually, when I see somebody who has the actor on their second chakra, they have difficulty in their relationships because they're intimate romantic relationships because the person that they're involved with um, is very um, entranced by them, but then they're also sort of put off by the fact that they don't know who they're dealing with. Are they dealing with the person who's the actor? and seduces them, or are they um, dealing with the real person? So you're always supposed to be an actor, but you do need to finish up, you do need to get your advanced degree because the two worlds are going to really make sense for you next year.
0: All right. Sounds good. Okay. Okay. Mm, Okay. Yeah. All right. So that kind of, all right. Well, let me see what the cards
2: say this week. Mm -hmm. I sort of remember Terry too But it's all about wisdom In the cards you have a higher guide still Trying to guide you But uh, think about You've got two horses Pulling your cart so you've still got The two job thing and somebody Is sitting on your money which is I always say it that way because It seems like uh, money is always there For everybody but it came up in your path With the universe Now I'm going to tell you something that you may want to do to help you. Um, sometimes I'll pull color. It says pleasure. So uh, I've got another set that sometimes I'll pull if I feel like it. But it says to think about pleasure. Uh, so maybe look at your purpose. Everybody has a sole purpose while we come down, et cetera, et cetera. But look at your, what will give you pleasure because that cards up for you today. And, you know, we're here weekly, Terry, so I appreciate you listening and supporting us. But uh, look at what's going to give you pleasure. But I'm a, I'm like uh, Suzanne on reads as far as always get your education anytime it's offered that you've got the energy and the drive or if it's up for you, and especially if you can get it paid for, you know, you, because you, that's something that will never – well, I should say that I lost some of my credits because I waited too long. But if it's within 20 years <laughs> – <laughs> you know, to put it all together. But if you're interested, if you're in New York and you're, like, acting, of course, that's like L.A., but there's always, you know, people wanting to do that. But it just anything that you want to do, please go after it, especially if it's your passion, because we'll always support everybody, especially entrepreneurs, and trying to get into acting, you know, because I'm sure you'd have to go on a lot of auditions. They say out of 100 you may get one call back, but I don't know how true that is. I've been to New York. I put in my stuff, and I was an adult, and I was a corporate CEO, so they looked at me crossways, but I had my own um, line of clothes and handbags and small other goods and stuff, so I had plenty of things. So I just wound up doing using my family in my commercials and my newsprint. But, uh, you know, please make sure that you're signed up with an agency and uh, if, even if you're going back to school, they'll work around you with that. You know, and there's so much you can do online to complete nowadays. So, you know, don't limit yourself. Do do it all. You know, don't. I'm in mean so much. I wish I could focus on little, smaller things, chunks of energy. <laughs> My thing is being <laughs> too spread <straight> out. <laughs> all right. Yeah, okay. I the wrong phone. Could you hear me? I, Oh, I'm, I'm sorry, Teresa. Uh-huh. Could you hear me at all? Because I had the phone muffled. Oh, oh can I can hear you
3: fine. Yeah.
2: yeah. That's interesting. I had the wrong phone in my hand. I got three cell phones, was talking away, had the wrong <laughs> phone in my hand. <laughs> well,. And the one I called in on, I got muted, so I'm surprised you could hear me. All right, Terry, well, you hang in there and stay, uh, stay our little actress, our educated actress with us, Terry. And I go by Terry, too, a lot. We've stayed in the military, so I like the name Terry. I go a Teresa, Terry, TJ, just don't call me late for dinner, folks. So I always oh. wanted to be a comedian. <laughs> <working on> <laughs> I was always the brunette between the two blondes and the interpreter, so I never got to be well yeah, I did. I went on the stage as a dumb blonde. Yeah, and I got oh. to be on the stage with Bob Hope, if anybody remembers who that was. <laughs> I do. Uh, it's yeah. All right. Well I'll put you back okay. on hold. We got some people here. We got a couple of people. Folks, the All call right. in if you'd like to be a part of our show is three four seven. Nine four five seven two zero seven. We got a couple, not a lot tonight, but I didn't write it properly, probably. I was more True about stuff. trying to introduce our new domain.
3: Yeah. You've got a great piece of insight there in saying that, you know, anytime you get a chance, the, the time and the energy for education, it always pays off. You don't have to have a destination, but education always is rewarded. So that is really just a really good piece of advice for everybody in general. <laughs> Yeah, cool. Well, that'll be
2: here for posterity. I'd love to be educated. 714, you're live and on the air. Where are you calling from? And what's your name? Hello. Can you hear me?
3: Hello. (laughs) Huh. Can you hear us? Hello. What do we got going on there? I thought for sure we had a a number who was going to talk to us. No. Huh. Okay. Well.
2: Okay. Well, let me try another one.
3: Seven, one the
2: other seven one four. Oh, seven,
3: oh one, four, there, it is. there they are, Teresa. They're right there. Hello.
5: Hi. Stan. Grab that. Grab that cell phone. <laughs> Stan.
3: Oh, yeah. Teresa. This is a good friend of mine, Stan. You'll really like him.
4: And he <laughs> loves
3: tarot card readers. So. Go ahead Stan. I love them all. Ask her. You love them all. That's true. Yeah. Stan is generous, very generous. Teresa, do do a a tarot card read, reading for Stan. He's the most appreciative audience of psychics I know. <laughs> okay. Well, let's yeah. see here. I got to
2: make sure I got the right 7140. Is uh yeah. Randy is your yeah. is your son coming on tonight?
3: No, not tonight.
2: No. Okay. 714, that's a California number,
3: though?
2: Yeah. Correct. Uh Uh-huh. Orange County. Okay. Oh, cool. All right, Stan. Well, I'm going to do you a – is there anything particular you're looking for tonight, or can I just do a mini? Or You got a question, or how do you want to do it? You
5: you know what? You go right ahead. It would be fun to have you just have some fun with me.
2: Okay. That's nice. Okay. 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 Well, I'm going to do a mini-reading, and um, let me see what comes up. I wish I had turned the light on. I'm in the dark, but it, I've got a lamp on my orange, uh, what do they call that? salt lamp, so I can sort yeah. of see what I'm doing. Yeah. All right, because I feel like for you, I don't know why I'm supposed to, I feel like I'm supposed to have the light on for you. So yeah. <laughs> I don't bad. Yeah. Yeah. All right, That's let's funny. see what we got here. Now you got a short past. Uh, I'm gonna do a many like I used to in the old days as a, a past, present, future. But uh, your present is a lot thicker when I do use the cards with the Akashic Field, or we'll say, universally. Right. But uh, I'm a folks. I don't have a lot of people waiting like I did last time, um, so I'm gonna take a little time with Stan because he's an old friend of Suzanne's. Now. Yeah. I'm gonna tell you how I'm gonna read sort of your past life energy because I'm curious, even though it's a small for uh, people minus his end age, this is a very thin stack. So let me see what why uh you came in from a past life, believe it or not, as an attorney. You really did. And you have the uh past life as wanting to win uh actually I don't know what you were wanting to win. But uh, it, it appears that you have a past life as a woman, but at the same time you are all about heraldry and winning uh, for your group. Interesting. Hmm. Huh. I'm watching it. I'm a watching, woman, a woman huh?
5: lawyer. That should be enough. Good good night. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Trust I me, mean. I'm not even there yeah. yet.
5: Yeah, that this, this isn't going to go well. <laughs> 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 no, way! I'm still in your past life cards
2: <laughs> Oh, okay, great Because you know, I don't know how you would have been a women lawyer So that's, see, I'm looking at it But uh, it's not in your present cards the way that I read I mean, the way I separate them These are your past before you even got here Okay, these are like you. lives you've had on the past But it changes, which probably means sudden death Okay, that's in your past cards But no big deal there because you're back here So you wanted change But it looks like you were moving forward with haste I wonder what that's about But it's in negative, but that's okay All right, let me look at your present Okay, you've got a lot of stuff you're working on I think the justice card in your past life Because I don't think there was too many female attorneys Before you got here this time But it is about uh, heraldry, genealogy, and working on law. But then something drastic happens. You've got the change and the fall and the uh, tower. You know what all that means, I'm sure, if you're into Tarot. Now, let's see how you are today. Now, in today's cards, at least the way I pulled it from, you know, the universe, so to speak, it's showing me, if this is true, that you have a – A lot that you deal with, a whole bunch of stuff, like a whole lot of things, like me. Uh, Uh You've always got sort of like a lot of plates you're spinning in the air. But this shows me you've also have in the present that you're a master. So I'm sure you've been told that before. But you're like a master hermit. Is now these are the uh-huh. present cards that the universe is showing me. So you don't reveal everything, but you are about completing in this life. That again, you're completing, but you're up for anything. But you're you've got the I don't know what that what that means right there. Why are you? Well, I won't tell you what the cards are because you're into tarot anyway. But it's just oh okay. No, so us, in the no, present. No, you tell me. Tell it, me. It, Go ahead. Well, it actually has a woman that is in the present, and uh, it, she's very uh, mature and very much in charge of her life, and she's very in control of her own money, so that's okay. I mean, that's okay, but I don't know why that would involve your present, but let me see. Unless you've got a woman that is right there, so that might be a, a very strong woman.
3: He does. He has a very but, strong woman in his life who really supports him, believes in him, and encourages him. She knows herself wow. well and she knows what she wants. Yes, he does. Okay, so well that's a good, yeah,
5: yeah. That's yeah. my wife. <laughs> oh, no, that's your wife. That's my wife. That's no woman. That's my yeah. wife. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yours hell
2: better be my wife. Well, now let me go to the future, because these are mini readings. In other words, I'm only pulling like four cards. Now, the future, these mini ones are sort of short, brief, and to the point. But that's all I ask for, you know, me personally as your interpreter, you're in between, like calling on the the tool, don't shoot the messenger kind of person. So uh, it shows in the future that you have a very high guide uh, wanting to develop more wisdom for you, wanting to help you. That's your higher guide, or like your super conscious. Some people call them angels, some call them ETs. And they're working on abundance, but uh, you've got another high guide. How many do you have? Two. Spirit okay, guides. You're still yeah. in your. These are, yeah, you yeah. got one's an angel, your high guide.
5: Right. I have a number of spirit guides. I think we all do, but I. I know for a fact that I've got three or four that I communicate okay, with. Okay, good.
2: Yeah, yeah, that's very obvious in the universe. Or at least the universe is telling me cuz I'm supposed to interpret, right? Now, they are saying that when you leave this universe that you are still going to be on your spiritual quest. They're taking you up uh by choice. So you could have been a minister in this life, but I don't think you chose. So in the future, for some reason, it loops back to a Knights Templar. So oh, wow. I don't know what that's about. So maybe uh, Suzanne knows. But why would the future lead back to your spiritual realm? And oh, that's it's a, all that's about abundance.
3: Yeah, go ahead. That's really, go ahead. That's, a, that's really good. That's really a good one. Okay, so. I got the message, and I'm sure you did, Stan. She's talking about the fact of all of the energy and all of the times when you didn't get the chance to fulfill your spiritual energy in past life shows up in this life, and it takes you into a brand new future. But I don't think it's talking about another lifetime. I think it's talking about this lifetime you really have nurtured a lot of people in their spiritual energy. You haven't called yourself a minister, but you've worked with more people, connected with more people, and you are involved in masterminding, listening to your spirit guides, and listening to your higher consciousness. So you have taken and put yourself on a journey of ministering to many people. So that really does apply to your story today. It's interesting. Okay, what do you think oh, of all right. Future- you think that future card, like he was, or could
2: could have been, but it's like a Knights Templar energy. But it's like in front of a church with a heart. It's like uh, you know how you can read the cards and compare them with what you're getting, but it's like he's still supposed to in the future bring it back to Knights Templar. But we don't have Knights Templar now, do we? Maybe well, it's, it's it's archetype mm-hmm. anyway.
3: But in, in, in Stan's work...
5: Yeah, nice temple. Wow. Huh. Yeah. That's interesting. That's,
3: that Stan's work is ministering to many people and taking care of many people and taking and carrying out his energy through music. People can often be changed through music where they could not be changed through a process of listening to words. And he has been the person who has created you know, some great musicians in the world. So he has really changed the world. He's changed the world with music. That's the same sort of spiritual high energy. The world has been changed by what he has mentored, and it has been a huge spiritual evolution. And now he's taking and mentoring his grandchildren as musicians, and we know that the next generation from those grandchildren will be even greater musicians. So, yes. To me that makes sense. Is it with sense. instruments? Yeah.
4: yeah. Yeah, the universe just I just yeah.
3: use tarot for archetypes,
2: but uh, so you use instruments, are you uh doing recordings now uh oh, yeah. your home Yeah, with, my, like,
5: and my my two my two sons are are pretty famous uh recording artists. Um wow. and and I have been in that all my life uh also. So I you know, this has been I'm 76 years old and I started all of this when I was nine. And um, Good so man. it's that, that whole, and my parents were both musicians and their parents were musicians. So, I mean, it's Whoa. like this whole thing. We just, we can't get away from it. You know, we can try, but we can't. Nice.
2: <laughs> so that is a form. My first, my first ministry was music. I got started as a kid and uh, singing and dancing on the TV. So I was always around music. But I never considered a uh-huh. ministry until I got older and moved to Kentucky and then wrote bluegrass and country and gospel music oh, sure. and got into BMI. Our, uh, yeah. But I didn't know oh, anything good. about you. But the, the cards, you know, are pretty archetypal as far as how the energy and uh, it usually somehow pro, uh, provides a good. I guess, weather barometer, at least past, present, future. But some people believe time is circular, anyway, That while we're here on a wheel, if we just wind up coming back. They say, don't go to the light. <laughs> yeah, but, right, uh,
5: yeah. Anyway. Sure.
3: Well, Stan, Sure, so I, I uh, don't know. Yeah,
5: go ahead, go ahead.
3: Stan, is Tara, is Tara listening there? I can hear her. Yes, hear her.
5: Yeah. Yeah, she sure is. Hey, yep.
3: Tara. Come forward and and get a reading get a reading with me today, please. Oh, for sure. Oh, I'd love that. Oh,
4: yeah. I'd love to
3: have oh, a reading yeah. with you. Hi. So, you have um, come into a very interesting place by taking uh-huh. and creating the world that you've created, nurturing family and taking and nurturing Stan and nurturing mm-hmm. what it is in the home. And now you're in a position financially, you're in a position to actually pursue a dream of yours to create um, a very different um, understanding of what family is really about. Family is more than friendship, um, blood relationships, and understanding. Family is really about how we connect to one another spiritually and share that information. So you have evolved. You are in an evolving cycle of your spiritual development. And so it's kind of an interesting thing because you want the material world to work out. Well, the newscast I have for you is that it has worked out and you are now completely free. You don't have any physical problems, no health issues. You don't have any restrictions on you. You're completely free to really work on your deepest spiritual energy. You've always had a massive number of guides with you. Yeah, I'm sitting there looking at this guide around you, these guides around you. and There's 28, 32, and then it goes into 42, and then when I go, when I go, I look at those numbers, Do I need then it to just becomes, and then they just become huge. So you carry around <laughs> all of this spiritual information. It's your point in time now to start to that information and sharing that information with people, you are more than inspired, more than ready, and more than educated in this arena. It's now about practicing and sharing and just giving it out. And it's an interesting point in time. You are being called at this point in time to share your awareness. That's where you are at at this point in time. You don't need to give prophetic messages or psychic messages. You simply need to share your awareness and help people come out of this unconscious state and come into the light and bring the light into their body and practice that awareness. So that's where you're at today. So talk about that for a minute. And your phone, you come across as a little bit soft on the phone. So if you could speak up a oh, little sorry. bit, it would be great. No, oh, no, no, no. There mom. I am. No,
6: I don't have the voice of Stan. so yes. Yeah, I, I I'll have to learn to speak up a little bit here.
3: So what is going on in your spiritual development that that story that I just told you makes sense? Um, well, you know, it's it's
6: always it seems like evolving. There's always a quest to to find more to find not just truth, but to to. There's so much out there. It's like I've got to keep searching and finding what else is there because there's so much. There's so much right. that you you're you don't learn that that you're not told at least coming from the from the you know, house I was raised in, and then so it seems like there's just always a quest to find to find more of that you know
3: but now, I do but yeah, but now the quest is to share that now your quest right. is to share it because which we have are- actually I have
6: with with you know with different friends and uh y- you know just uh and it's really interesting like. Just different friends, once you kind of bring it up, you know, friends that you thought might be more accepting, all of a sudden they kind of like pull back. and You're like, okay, well, that's fine. But others that you weren't sure about, all of a sudden they're embracing it, which is a Mm -hmm. wonderful thing. That actually brings you so much closer. Are you there? I
7: am. Hello? Hello? So, so I think
3: I can hear you now. So I think the thing, Tara. I think the thing, Tara, is, is that sometimes when you say something to somebody, and it strikes a Uh note with them, they're very uncomfortable because they think this is what they think, which is not true. They think you know something about their past that they don't like, or you know something (laughs) that they think is private, and you don't. And if you did, you wouldn't say it. So no. when you get that sort of a reaction from somebody, remember, it's nothing to do with you. It's just them. And right. it is easier to work with a receptive audience, but don't let that inhibit you. So, um, and sometimes you just say to somebody, you know, do I have the right to go deep with you? And so that's my question to you. Do I have the right to go deep with you, Tara? Because what you have going on right now is you have a, a spiritual wealth that you are supposed to be sharing and it's about right. finding an arena to share it in a big way because you have a lot of information. The home you came from, the family you came from, was, uh-huh. not, was not the family that gave you what you needed. That family right. gave, you a, gave you a story that told you what some human beings are like so you can protect yourself. It was not supposed to be your family, quote, unquote, And it's awareness. It's just awareness. And, you know, eventually, you know, you detach from it and you become objective. And if somebody came to you with a story like your family story, you'd be like, I get it. I I know that story. Mm -hmm. Let's Let's just move on to where your strength is. It's to support you and to create deeper understanding for you in the future. It's not meant to be who you are because you're not that person anymore. You are no longer that Mm -hmm. person. Okay?
6: Right, correct. Yes. Yeah, every every once in a while, it can creep up and be like, oh, get out of here. Go away. (laughs) But yeah, you're correct. I'm not that person any longer.
3: (laughs) Thank God. Thank God. I know. um, Exactly. It's the nicest thing between you and Stan. You bring out the best in him, he brings out the best in you. And together, the two of you are just really twice as strong, twice as durable, and twice as strong spiritually. And the process of music and nurturing musicians, it's a lot of work to nurture musicians and to nurture their talent and to nurture artists. And you really are the person who is nurturing these people, and you're helping to change the world today.
6: Thank you. Thank you. It's it's, it's fun. It's fun being a part of... Sam's life. Let's put it that Aww. way. It's fun Aww. being a part of, Bedlam. of yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> of oh, all of that. It's fun.
5: So tell me uh, this. I'm am going to interject uh, a question. Yeah, I'm in uh, the middle of writing this. I'm I'm in the middle of writing this book. Uh-huh. Uh huh. This book called Music, Mayhem, and the Mouse.
3: So, okay. But I'm
5: having trouble getting really into what I should be doing with it. And, and I finally came to, kind of a realization that I, I don't like talking about myself or bragging about myself. Or uh, a lot of the things that would, that would be in this book would be about my achievements and, and what have you. And I feel awkward in, in talking about those things. And I should have uh, more, you know, that's uh, that's kind of thwarting me right now.
2: Okay. I think so you should gotta, do it I, like I, a teacher, don't yeah. you think? think because you teachers teach from experience. So maybe uh, are you doing it from a, a personal autobiography or are you doing it as a self-help yeah.
5: book? No, no, i You know, I'm it depends on it your for, audience. Yeah. No, I, actually it would be there would be the self help part of it for sure but basically it's just my whole life my last 40 years people have always said you have to write a book man you have to write a book you, you know, know you, can't, uh, you
3: can't hide you can't hide who and what you are under a bushel and people are more afraid to share their light than they are to share their darkness because if you share your light and you let your light out that gives somebody else permission to let their light out. So you're not sharing your light. You're not bragging. You're making it okay for other people to share their success and to share where they are truly um, oh, that's a, illuminated That's a good beings. way of putting it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's a good well, way. Is yeah, this yeah, your first sense.
2: book? Yeah, yeah it is sure first is. Book? Oh, okay, well, if yeah. it's your first book, then decide – yeah, because if it's your first book, then it can be an autobiography. So if you want people to know about you, so then it gives you excuse to write about yourself because people are asking you to write an autobiography because said, as an investigator, yeah, right. I couldn't write. But people are always saying right. you should write a book, you should write a book because they wanted to know about my investigations as an investigator – in and out of country, and in and out of the world, working for rich attorneys. But see, you apparently, as a musician, know a lot of stuff. So they want to read your autobiography. But me and uh, Suzanne are talking about helping chunks of the uh, uh, psychic world, but help them with sort of how tos. And you could do that too. It's it's pretty easy on Kindle these days, right? Putting it on Word, and especially if you choose Pro Tools or the mouse. That's you mean. How do you do it electronically, right? Is because you've already named your book. Oh, no, Stan yeah. well, is. Yeah, well, it's a matter a publisher.
5: of
3: publisher. She's a publisher.
5: Oh, I see. Yeah, interesting. Well, yeah, yeah, this that, Yeah, okay, good. Well, if you're a, if you're also a, if you're also a proofreader. Brian. No, I'm kidding. Yeah, uh, I am. So, yeah. So, I use Grammarly. Yeah. Great. Great. Grammarly. Uh, yeah. So it's. You know, there's a lot of really fun stuff in it, and I've come up with all these crazy stories uh, of true things that have happened to me since I've been eight or nine years old. You know, uh, I was on national TV at nine you know, uh, and just crazy stuff over the years, in and out of jail, uh, drug addiction, alcohol. I mean, I got the whole thing, girl.
2: Oh, this is definitely an autobiography, Dan. This is your, this is, you know, this is your life. So uh, have you read, have you read uh, John Barber's book? Uh, It's real thick. It's uh, Your Mother's Not a, what is it? Uh, Your Mother's Not a, Oh, my God. Virgin. (laughs) (laughs) Your mother's not a virgin. That's his autobiography. And uh, you've got – yeah, so yours is sort of on his – he was in television. He had the first uh, – he's from California. You're bound to know him. We watched him on TV. Hold on. I've got his book right here. I'm getting up and getting it. John Barber is his name. And he started the first television. He was with a lot of people – John Barbour, your mother, comma s, not a virgin. Your mother's not a okay, virgin. Okay, great.
5: I'll I'll get that so, for sure.
2: Yeah, John Barber, and he's a funny guy, and he's he was with all those big companies and all that, but his uh is real thick though. It's very thick, but I find it <laughs> curious. Uh, he sent this to me to read because he was on my television show, but not I me, mean my radio show, but. um It says, the bumpy life and times of the Canadian dropout who changed the face of American TV. Your mother's not a version. But uh, he was on – it says in America. He's got when he was with Reagan in here. uh, He he labeled each one of his areas. uh, But good Lance. This is – I bet yours is going to be like this. This is huge. But he's got people he met, you know, real people – he had the television. So think of it sounds like you're kind of thing. But I'm so happy. I love it when people are finally the authors of their own life story. That was the last uh things my mother left me. She was a writer and never a publisher. She was strictly a writer. But she wrote uh-huh. uh, for magazines and uh books. Uh she wrote a history book in Louisiana. Wow. So uh wow. good for you. Seventy six, but you sound really young. And In your wife, yeah, I'm, i I'm, I'm, I'm,
5: I'm immature. Is what I am. So <laughs> I don't <laughs> actually, I'm, I'm actually 16. I've been 16 since I was 16. So that that kind of helps. I played helps, trumpet. You know.
2: My first husband you was trumpet? a musician. He worked. At, yeah, I played trumpet. Oh great! What do you play? Oh, tuba. Tuba. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my God! I knew a tuba player. He was real rich. He was the famous plastic surgeon, Dr. John Hill,
5: in Houston. Wow. Well, now you yeah. know a rich one and a poor
2: one. Now you know. Now you know <laughs> well, he's passed over now, but he was very uh. interesting. So, well, Stan, uh,
3: thank you for coming we'll have to in, get and to know
2: you. Yeah. Yes.
5: Yeah. Yep. Thank you. Thank this has you. been fun. We'll do it again. This oh, been, thank, yeah, you. thank you so much.
3: Thank you. Okay. Yeah, nice we're here. we thank hope you. to be here weekly. Come
2: back anytime.
5: Oh, oh yeah. for sure. We'll thank do you. it next week. All right. Okay. Bye, guys. <laughs> All right. Bye.
2: Yeah, let us know bye-bye. how that thank book's you. going. Bye-bye. Okay. Bye, bye. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Let's 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 go to. Uh, he was saying something. I cut him off. I hope he'll forgive me. Let's see. <laughs> Eight oh five. Hi. You're live and on the air. Hey, we're having too much fun.
4: <laughs> can you hear me?
3: I, uh, yeah. I don't know. Okay. All right. So um let's come back to that one. Eight oh five, can you hear us? No. Okay. Uh
2: Teresa. Oh they they dropped off. Okay, they were. I guess I'm hitting some that weren't calling in. I mean, they just want to listen, folks. I can't tell the difference, so you'll have to forgive me. Uh, it doesn't say. Okay, we're just listening on the screen. <laughs> so some okay. people are shy. You know, they don't they want to talk. And I
3: know. so, uh, let me see. Hey, hey, uh, Teresa, talk, talk do... about your talk about yourself for a minute. You're really, you know, you call yourself the keyboard jockey. Uh, What tarot deck are you reading from? Talk about yourself for a minute. Uh, Well, uh, gee, Uh, I got started in music, which
2: most people don't care, I guess, unless they do like music. So I danced uh, when I was a little girl. I remember uh, my favorite thing was watching Wizard of Oz every year with my mom, and she got Mm -hmm. me started with art. My grandmother would bring from the paper mill, Uh, We were paper mill kids uh, in Monroe, Louisiana. They'd bring home this real long white butcher block type rolls, and uh, we would tear them off in color. So I remember that as a child. And, uh, gosh, from that, and then they'd pick me in elementary school to go sing with a group for television and uh, KNOE and uh, Channel 10 Eldredo, Arkansas. So I enjoyed that. So I learned about music and how to write music back then, and we would put in elementary school. My grandmother paid for a piano teacher to come, $5 a a month or $5 a week. It must have been a month uh, for once a week piano lessons in the recreation room of the school. But uh, I had a good childhood uh, with music, and I think everybody should have music and PE. I loved PE in school, but, uh, you know, as far as – Life growing up in the south, Monroe, Louisiana, and then my mother and father divorced when I was in high school, ninth grade. And we moved to Houston. We were going to Dallas the weekend that Kennedy got shot. We were going Mm. to – I'll never forget that. So I was supposed to be in Six Flags, but they canceled it because he was coming into Dallas. There was a big controversy. We were really looking forward to skipping school. But uh, (laughs) November, right? So uh, that changed my life uh, entirely. But – As far as the Tarot decks, I've got three here. Uh, They're just the standards, uh, and it depends on who calls in as to which ones I use and uh, what I feel drawn to because I'm just doing mini readings, folks. But uh, I am going to do my best to come back and help people, but over time – how I learned to make money for myself after my husband worked at NASA and was a musician. He was in the Local 65 in Houston. I never joined because uh, I wasn't that professional. I was just band-level trumpet player. But I did get to stand in front of the whole school on the stage and play three jets with me and my boyfriend, Victor Banks, and the Stephen Lee Parrish, my future husband. So I was the only woman. In my, I had on a green sparkly dress. I remember that. <laughs> and I I just think... It gives people another language, and that's important, folks, to know another language, and you really don't realize it, and I guess unless you haven't had it. I don't know. Maybe you don't realize it at all if you've never had it, but I learned to read and write from the time I was in elementary school, and that my elementary school years mean more to me than my high school. I mean, I had more fun in high school, but... You know, see Jane and see Tom and Susan, you know those little readers, but the music mm-hmm. in elementary and junior high school was so important, and then uh, p e and I, th- I was really disenchanted in the, uh coming into this century when the children at high school they didn't have to do p e it wasn't it was like it was required. I don't know was it required for you, Suzanne to yeah, do p yeah, e yeah, yeah. no, option, I think they no should choice. put that back in i wish I wish yeah, the universe would listen you know. to us and let us help everybody with you know everybody and what's best
4: <laughs>
2: but for so, uh, as far as you mentioned to me being a publisher, um uh, I got into that because we were born into the paper mill business, and then my mom being a writer, and then she wanted to publish some books, and I knew how to use computers. she did too she was a lot better than me. But I started publishing books. Uh, I had to do 12 to be a publisher, uh, 12 or 21. Maybe it was 20. I think it was 21, actually. Anyway, I had to have that many books. And then once I got that, it was uh, easy to become a publisher back in the day. But then, uh, and anybody in music can appreciate this, but uh, with music, I was involved when we went online uh, like – we have iTunes now, but if you remember the big Microsoft and Apple wars, uh, but Microsoft and Bill Gates and all that came from us being desktop publishers, more writers. And then mm-hmm. Apple came along, and uh, I think uh, Wozniak and Gates, uh, not Bill Gates. Bill Gates is Microsoft. Uh, who's the other guy? He was. I put him in one of my books, not Steve Wozniak, the other guy, the one, the real famous guy. Steve Jobs, I don't know, but yeah. yeah Steve Jobs went and helped uh advocate because I had put eighty five thousand dollars pretty much into my uh own personal life uh after I got off the truck road being a truck driver, and i was uh i wrote songs and went and recorded it in you know five hundred dollar you know an hour for the bright engineering and all that in Nashville. But I got at least two CDs done, DVDs. You used to have to put 10 minimum on a CD. But Steve Jobs, I mean, people, we couldn't get on. We had to go to CD Baby and get stuff done. And then, if, like, I recorded some songs for other people, like I did. One, uh, my, my favorite song, I think, is by James Taylor, uh, You've Got a Friend. So I recorded that. But mm-hmm. you had to get right. So I had to go through all that. But anyway, I spent a lot of money in, um, after myself being a singer-songwriter, and that uh, when I was up there, that, that's how I got uh, radio to do commercials. So I got paid to do uh, make commercials. But in Houston, I worked on Waterburger jingle, and a lot of my friends were famous because my husband, being a, uh, you know, he knew a lot of people like Doc Severinsen, and they played a lot uh, with Girl Like Entertainment and brought him into Houston, and he happened to have five scholarships with uh, the state of Texas, and uh, so he could pick and choose, but the Vietnam War came along, so uh, that's why he went to work for NASA. Chris Kraft hired him. He was like straight A and had five scholarships, and uh, yet he was up for enlistment on the E-1 thing, so he uh, chose to go, and NASA hired him, and we had a baby, so that kept him out, but he's always great in music, and just always... It's, it, music is important folks now all this stuff yeah. we do with working with the Akashic field and zero point energy and quantum physics and psychics and precogs and all that that's an important aspect of being who you are but your whole life story and we always say you are the author of your own life story and then people that come to work or come to be in my group or my club or my community I always tell them the first thing I want you to do is write your book up to now you know, And then I want them to write a book about their future because I love science fiction. And I want to see how they think their future is going to be 100 years from now. So keep that in mind. Two books you can write automatically for me or if you want me to edit them and help you. One is your autobiography, and the second one is how you see the future because I love science fiction. So I work oh. with people about the future. Now, what about you, Suzanne? What books
3: have you written? Are you
2: working on now?
3: I have taken and put. I'm going to take one out of the drawer and show it to you. And it's the accumulated knowledge I got from my grandmother teaching me how to read feet. Reading feet in America is not as uh, well understood or even acknowledged as it is, like in in India and in Israel. Reading feet is considered a um, it's a divination art, like uh, palmistry or tarot cards. It's just as important. Uh, but in this country, western, this part of the country, it's just uh, not as uh, well understood. So I did put that information together, and uh, that is the only thing that I've actually done. And I always, I, I, you know what, I tell you the truth, I've been so busy going to work, I haven't taken the time to sit down and write. But it is important, and I really do believe in my books, I don't know who I would be today without my love of books, my passion for books, and my ability to um, enjoy reading. That's something I think that has sort of shifted. People don't pleasure read. I see the signs in New York on the subway. It says, bring back the um, tradition of reading on the subway, which is a New York tradition. So, yeah, reading is... um, yeah, New York is really a... The Internet. Area. And the Internet yeah, had a lot to
2: do with it, unless you're going to college on the Internet. Folks, it's uh same thing in music with Pro Tools, because 15 or 20 years ago we were using Pro Tools as our software, and I haven't been recording music live or making CDs since 2005. So how many years? 15 years. I don't even have any clue how they do that anymore. I'd have to go online and research uh well I will put it in here. Recording tools. But I know one so, of the girls came on last week and said she was using Pro Tools.
3: Right. Yeah. Recording yeah. software. So do we have do we have Go anybody ahead. Do we have anybody else nope. listening? Nope, it's just that. Uh, okay. Yeah?
2: Well okay. uh hold on just a minute. Hold on just a minute. I could check. Okay. It'd be nice to check. Recording free software. I know people now are all going uh, – their books are doing the e-books now, and they're doing right. audio books. So uh, right. that's sort of what I do here too. But uh, let me let me refresh my screen. Hold on. I've got to refresh my studio. It's all done online, folks, even my studio that goes up to New York and over to Oregon and D.C. It flops around on the satellites. Just uh, – I think this is your 714 – 714-404, are you back, or can you hear me? I can hear you. <gasps> Hi, are you are you just listening or hanging out with us?
8: Go ahead. Well, no, hey, I, I, can, I can do either, yes. How are you?
3: Really good. Angela, this is my friend Teresa. Teresa, this is Angela, and Angela is another person who was um, raised in an atmosphere of um, knowing psychics and using intuitives and mediums and uh she has the gift of doing hands on healing and she has the um marks in her hands from Christ, you know, the Christ markings in her hands and it's been a journey. I've been trying to get her to do the healing work and work as a healer and I've had no progress. None. <laughs> so um been uh, too busy did you do Oh I'm sorry, go ahead. She's been ahead. too busy working. Been too busy.
2: Well, uh that Mr. Yusui, I learned Reiki. Some call it Reiki. Depends on your uh I guess who taught you. Just...
3: Which way do yeah. you go? Reiki we're, we're, or Reiki? We we have the, uh... You know what, Angela had an entire tribe of Reiki worker friends that still didn't get her off the dime to go to work on becoming a healer <laughs> in her own right. Reiki, Reiki healers, Reiki masters, Reiki um, students are by the thousands in America. In California in particular, nurses are Reiki healers. I mean, phlebotomists, lawyers, everybody, oh my gosh, we've got more Reiki um, healers in California, I think, than any other place in the world.
4: <laughs>
3: well, uh, when I was doing
2: readings, I felt awkward with uh, them sitting up next to me, and in, in, uh, I had to go learn what they were doing just sitting there, but they were in Hawaii, they could actually touch, I don't know if they can in California, because every state's different, but they were in Hawaii, they were actually putting their hands on healing you know not like a, now, when I was teaching with the psychic network and the spiritual center, we uh, didn't did we put our hands? I know when we did a, a like a laying on of hands uh, on the head, we did that, put a person in the middle, and then we would uh, do our super conscious work and do prayer and meditation healing that way but i know the laws are all they're not as bad as they were back then so i don't know what all the laws are but i do think that it's important that we figure all this out for future assistance but i'd like to tell everybody they all have the same skills and gifts it's just i guess we have to perfect them maybe it's that some of us don't want to uh I don't know, I I was teaching Suzanne, but you're the one pulling me back in, so maybe that's your gig, is <laughs> pulling people back into the business, you know, because oh, I've got to re-up myself. I don't know right. what's okay. what anymore.
3: So, Angela, talk about yourself and how you, I mean, you you are somebody who, who takes and, you know, you meet with different, you know, you want to do the oils and the farming and the collecting of your herbs and you're you're into into all of it yeah i I am
8: i've i've recently found a book that i've totally connected with um oh good it it's it's called the green witch and i think it just is connecting with me because it just um talks about how not in in your um stereotypical terms as far as witchcraft or witchery but just a green witch being someone who just practices um they're very um solidarity and it's just the connection with everything with the earth and the air and the people and and around you it's not necessarily um a a, a structured practice that you do it really is just how you connect and interact with with all of the elements and green respect or the Green Witch respect and kind of how you work with them, and so, I mean, so far it just it it's just something that has kind of just been, um, it feels connected. It feels like oh, this makes sense to me now. This definitely feels comfortable to me. As far are you reading
2: as, the, the Are you reading the one that's free on uh, the uh Oh, who is the guy? Ron Roland Berger, Roland, Roland.
4: I are actually.
8: I actually ordered it, so I'm I'm reading a tangible book, um, (laughs) and it's uh, yeah. I I I I like I like to touch and yeah I like to touch and hold it. It's Erin Murphy His Hiscock.
3: That's how I would say it, Hiscock. So the Green Witch: Your Complete Guide to the Natural Magic of Herbs, Flowers, Essential Oils, and More.
8: Yes. Wow. Uh-huh. It's not big, it's not huge, but it just it 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 spoke to me.
3: Okay, cool, really cool. That's really nice to hear. And so um, and and so now now I like to insert myself into the conversation. And what about the experience of when you like hold up your hands and you experience that healing energy in your hands? Are you applying it to someone or to something? Are you putting it into a prayer because you have that energy available to you in a very um, easy, effortless sort of direct way, and I'm kind of like seeing if I can get you focused enough to use it for yourself and for other people you love
8: yes i'm as as far as applying it with the hands yet, I have to honestly say i'm I'm not there um, i I am. I think just becoming more comfortable with um, verbally, you know, giving some guidance to friends and family and love, you know, when I, when something's going on and and to try as, as we say, with the foods and the herbs and the oils and giving some guidance that way. um, I'm, I'm getting more comfortable in my skin with that. And, and working on still just trying to connect with, Everything else and getting a better, I think, just comfort comfort level with the feeling of it.
2: So I'm glad you Angela. called in. I'm yeah, glad you I called in, Angela,
3: because you
2: she want... gives us a whole new thing.
8: Go ahead.
3: Well, so, yeah, Angela, you want you want Teresa to do a a tarot card pull for you? She pulls yeah, cards for you. Yeah, that would be great. Uh huh. Oh, good, good.
2: Okay. Well, I can do that. These are just little mini readings, but. Uh, sometimes it depends on the reader you go to and the time you know it all relates it's all subjective but i love i love doing it but i haven't been doing it for a while but uh suzanne's pulling me back into it again they actually <laughs> were my my uh my uh esoteric uh psychic readings were the best shows the ones that get the most more than uh ufos or paranormal but i try to do a little bit of everything uh that's on the paranormal desk and you know research but all right well let me uh let me do these can i try some of these other ones that i've got that i haven't been using either i mean i've oh, yeah, i've absolutely. been doing this for since, i've been doing this since the 80s it's not like i'm new at it but uh, what it is is i sort of laid my tools down but you can tell from my uh radio shows here go back and if you can figure out by the names because of which uh you know, shows our of uh, readings, but let's do one. Okay, now uh, I'm just going to do a generic. But some people don't get that. But I'm old school and do the uh, past, present, future. But in today's, uh, I guess, theory of everything and zero point energy and all that, a lot of people are realizing that we're uh, traveling and spinning on one planet together through space, and they're getting that this isn't the only reality. But I'm still going to do uh, the way I do it, uh, which is past, present, future. But I can, I'm going to try to add in some more cards. Let me see what – well, first of all, you must be very blended because all the cards won't stay. They're all going everywhere. I'm trying to get your past, present, and future. Okay, let me try one more time. I wonder why that is. Okay, uh, let me try one more time. Maybe they want you to go into the future. Let's see. You must be very eclectic. Hold on, let's see. Let me try one more time. I'm trying to do it the old way. All right. Uh, I'm going to just do basically a quick mini-reading as a past with just like some major topics in your past. But it shows all of it's good. Uh, This would be past lives that you've always been – wow, really? Okay. I guess uh, you've always been one spiritual but for travel. It shows me that in your – now, these are your past lives I'm looking at, but yours are about even, past, present, and future. Uh, Now, the universe speaking to me, me just being a speaker for this. But uh, it shows travel in your past – your spirit was about uh, climbing the mountaintop, and it's a very good card for uh, money and abundance. But you wanted, apparently you got married in a past life because it shows me that you're with a gentleman that was all about equal. So that's not a bad thing coming into this reality. Now, this is dealing with time. You know, the old way we used to do, which I still use, past, present, future. But uh, I was trained by some of the best in the early 80s. But some ladies passed me their energy because they were passing. Now, the present... uh I wonder why you've got a gentleman. All right. Uh, there's a change card right now as we speak in the present. Okay. There's a gentleman in your life. He's all about being who he is very uh, fatherly, very uh, in charge of his life. But then there's another younger man. I don't know if it's a son or a younger husband, but he's all about making money. He's all about the money attitude, but he's in charge too. But it shows uh, that you want to go towards, and this is the present, being a stronger woman yourself, having the wisdom. And uh, it shows a very older queen looking up. But uh, let me, I'm going to pull the future. Let me see the future. What is that? Oh, you're carrying a lot. I see what you're doing. You're carrying a lot right now. You've got a lot on your mind because you're carrying a lot, a big load. <laughs> So uh, I don't know who that's for, but it shows.
3: No, that's true. That's what's going on for her right now. That's
2: very, very true. Yes. Okay. And then the future looks beautiful. Darn. You got MasterCards. Uh, Yeah, you haven't even started your full potential yet. Ooh, I got chills. Mm. Dang, (laughs) you're really powerful for the future. Uh, Yeah, you got MasterCards going on, even pointing. I've got even the Hierophant for you and the Fool. And these are, in, in my business, or in, in tarot cards, these are really powerful, powerful on the sun. But you you were really, oh, my gosh. So all you have to do is realize that even on your path card, why you've got such powerful cards, is you haven't even begun yet. So you're a late bloomer, what they call a late bloomer, at least in tarot card readings. But your future is all about, uh, you can be anything. You've got the most powerful cards in the deck. As far as I'm concerned, you know, other tarot readers may disagree, but I do because I'm looking at A lot of gold, a lot of sunlight. There's a beautiful butterfly, but you'll know the fool. You can be anything you want to be. And the how I'm pointing you the direction as to – it's all about spiritual. We're all about mind, body, spirit, and emotional intelligence. But the future has you working among various different teams and groups. Uh, but you are going to be – let me – I'm going to pull one more in the future. Ooh. Okay, so uh, it has something to do with the future in the exchange of how the world's going from not just science and religion. Is apparently the future has you being one of the people that works out the difference in like uh, the world religions and being paid, which is sort of like how you get paid like a psychic instead of your time. You get paid for your time on earth because we've only got so many seconds. And we can all get paid for So that's been part of the future is you're helping people figure out how they can uh, all work together because you're one of those really high people that are going to bloom late. So you're going to be able to help people solve all their problems and get in between them and explain that you can get paid for education. You can get paid for wisdom. You can get paid for psychic uh, intelligence work. You know, you can be a spiritual science person. And you, on your path, because of where it's It is changing. The the universe is changing in the whole city and community. So that future has a really powerful calling for you. But let me look. I want to see something over here because I haven't used these cards all, but I want to see what the universe will say for you since you're allowing me to try them out. I've got two. Well, I'll leave that one. That was sort of masculine. I'm going to go towards the female. I want to see what they say. Trust. Okay. Okay. So trusting yourself is going to be a big part of who you are and why you are. Pull the white rose, but uh, it's got you working on America. uh, uh, Made in the USA, uh, we are great, uh, the American flag, the American eagle. But you're balancing like a ballerina. But uh, she's on her toes, and uh, she has balance her arm down, which would be your healing Reiki stuff. And up overhead, she's got her left arm sending and receiving, and uh, very much on trust. So maybe you could learn how to balance the world with the future. I wouldn't say go into politics, but if there's something you can do in the spiritual community, balancing the lower earth with the higher dimensions, but somehow you've got to learn how to use the trust factor.
3: That's a high calling. Angela, tell her tell her what yeah. the company you work for, what they do.
8: <laughs> well, I work for a, com- a, fam- a family company who has four businesses that are all related um, in sales and distribution. And it's basically uh, the bulk of it revolves around tanks, like your chemical, your food, grades, your water, municipalities, all of that.
3: So she's um, working worked- in... <laughs> She's working in the 11th house, Teresa, where she's um, working with city municipalities, the government, and she's taking and making a product that makes the world better with a very honorable, hardworking family that treats her not like just a family member, but they treat her like somebody who deserves love, respect, money, privacy, time. She vacations and travels. You've spelled out her story as it is today. Oh, the only yeah. thing that is holding her back is that she doesn't. She doubts her own spiritual ability. She's supposed to be a person who practices, but I, can't, I haven't been able to get her to budge, and I've spent <laughs> a lot of time on it, a lot. Well, that new deck
2: was the one that sort of brought my whole old school past, present, future together, and I wanted to try them out. Because in the old days, they were too far advanced. But that was the card that showed me. I just pulled one with her balancing like with the white rose, but the you know, America and the justice and all that. She had the eagles and the flag. It's a really interesting deck, and I couldn't even tell you the name of it anymore. I don't even know if they do it anymore. But uh, it's it's uh, subconsciously, it's one of the newer newer type decks. You know, where I don't know if it's because people didn't learn the Kane or the uh, Viscani or the old way, but uh, right that one sort of that was the last one I pulled. But it, it's it said a lot but it's awfully powerful just a very powerful card about trust but remember that white rose because it has this deck has something to do with uh, the foundation of uh, our history and in, in the universe but trust in the white rose and a uh, very beautiful card so you're really going to be helping uh, all of us, but I guess you're going to help do all that that is coming in the future. So it is a, a balance. So I guess you will be like a, a, oh, it's a beautiful feminine card. I mean, it's beautiful. Mm-hmm. It's a woman and uh, well, she's we, actually and bent
8: down. We just put in the offer to move um, to Fallbrook, that which should go, I, I, I've just decided it will happen in, in the very near future. Um, to a new property that's going to give that's going to be on um, over an acre and give me a huge um, just a huge place to grow things and connect I mean forget the job part that I get to work with but I will have every bit of um, land and property around me that I could ever want wow
2: well, maybe you'll be working with all the things that grow too. But how do we solve it with the government and the way the chemicals? There's got to be a happy uh, medium.
8: Yeah. And I guess you're yeah. going to be
2: one of those. Maybe that's why it's showing you're a late bloomer with your master cards. You know, in the old school. But that's those are you've got some beautiful. Your your future is awesome. Man, I know. I mean, you're powerful.
0: Well, thank you. Very. Uh, <laughs>
2: Yeah, very uh, golden, enlightened uh, human being. So, uh, I don't think it's so much about education with you as the the trust, but the balance with the government. All those eagles and the flag. How do they put all that in the same card? Unless I'm just totally out of my mind or something in the next level of existence. Sometimes you no. can do that. I, I'm called. Uh, what do they call me? Uh, biolocator. You know, universally. You can slip into another reality. It's like watching television, but the cards are moving. Uh, sort of like being a hologram <laughs> on Star Trek. <laughs> i Sometimes I go to the holodeck.
3: <laughs> but no,
2: I'm just learning to use that deck. But it, it looked very powerful to me.
3: So Angela, do you have um, do you have a dream that we can interpret? Because we've got a little time here.
8: I don't have a dream handy. No. Sorry.
3: You won't you won't um, give it up, huh? You're holding out on no. me, huh?
8: Yeah, I do. Yeah, yeah, You know, you're not supposed to know that. But, yes, you know I woke up with a very strange one that I didn't write down because it bothered me. So, yes, no. <laughs> Come
3: on. It's always a good dream. When you you win, know, we win, should have, have a
2: dream win. show because right uh, now, wouldn't it be fun to hear what people are dreaming during this time yeah. on the planet? Because we're all going what? through transition.
8: Yeah, and I honestly, I'm trying to, now I'm scrambling trying to remember what it was. I just remember it was very, there was like a death and weird stuff involved, and it was very odd, and I, I did not write it down.
2: Yeah. I haven't been okay. writing mine down, but that's why I think Suzanne came into my life, because she really wants to do this work, and I guess she was looking for somebody to also whether she's building teams or a whole new reality. I don't know what she's doing, but I know that we got together. So uh, it's pretty curious to me what's going on.
3: I've <laughs> got, got a lot of people in my life that have talent, and they're ready to go to another stage. Angela's ready to go to another stage. Stan's ready to go to another stage. Tara's ready to go to another stage. My husband's ready to go to another stage. My daughter, my son, everybody around me is ready to go to the next stage. And it's so funny because I remember like um, in November of last year, one morning I woke up and I said, gosh, I will certainly be glad when this stage of the transition has passed. And I thought, that's a pretty strange thought to have first thing in the morning. But that was my first thought. I was like so exasperated. I was like, oh, I can just hardly wait for this part of the transition to be over with. But every single person I'm connected with at the moment is working towards a transition <laughs> to make something happen. And I do have the ability to sort of, I mean, Angela, you know, she, she was in this job, and I said, Angela, just apply to another job, and let's see if you can get another job. And she said, oh, there's nothing out there. Nobody's going to be hiring. And I go, just go ahead and do it. And she, put, she didn't even really give it her full effort. She just said, yeah, just oh, send that not out. not at all.
8: Tell the story. Yeah, I, it was it was a bad effort. It truly was. <laughs> it was just it, one of those random online. Well, it was just one of those random online applications. I I didn't give it my full attention. I filled it out. They came back to me with more questions. I gave it a tad bit of attention and I filled it out. And I was called in for an interview and I almost didn't go because I looked at the what looked like their website and it looked like a huge corporation and I don't fit in in those. I went on a whim and I spent, you know, three hours in front of the husband and wife and the dog and I walked out with a job <laughs> that I've been at ever since.
3: Wow. <laughs> what the best was is that, she was working and she was working a job where she had to take and work another job and so she's working two jobs and she's helping her divorced brother with his kids and I mean she just had all these people she was taking care of and she's working these jobs and I'm like, You gotta get one job that's gonna pay you for what you're worth, Angela and she was just like not gonna happen. I was like, Just try, just try and that was my whole mantra behind her and the job that she went to, she went to work for this company, and the first thing that happened is, is that she's working in one city and she's traveling to another place, and the great um, gas hike went on, and gas was like $5 yeah. a gallon. And they said, well, she never asked them. They just came to her and they said, we think you should have this money so you, you don't have to worry about money for gas. And then they gave her an apartment in, in close to – in the office building in the office uh, and then, yeah and then they gave her a vacation <laughs> time and then they said she said i need this And they said well just go ahead and take care of it just buy it absolutely and she goes i don't like how they clean get somebody else to clean and so they treat <laughs> her like the queen that she is they love her wow. and uh it's the best job she's ever had and she makes enough money to go to the grocery store and buy anything she wants and get organic groceries that she wants and she gets all organic mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. she's just living this life that was the first a <laughs> <laughs> right?
8: No, I mean, a it, life. it is. Well, yeah. I mean, that's it. I mean, this move will be, you know, I mean, I, I was asked if this was a good thing. I mean, this is their choice, but I was asked if I would go and whether, I mean, if I wasn't going, I don't know that it would happen. You know, and I was brought in to look at the piece of property, and is this something I want? And and in in that, I mean, when I say that, uh, once again, I will have built for me at the office and, an apartment. My dog so. heard
2: something else, but well, we got two more people <laughs> hanging on. Uh, okay, cool. To, Angela, okay, I guess. Thank come you. come back
3: again. Come
2: back again. Okay.
3: Okay. Okay, thank you. Thanks. Yeah, you can hang around.
2: We may get back to you, but uh, 412, you're live. 412, you want to share uh, something or why you're – Hey, you guys there? uh, Yeah. 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 How you doing tonight?
3: Good. Who's this? Your first name?
2: Yeah. Who, Who are you and where are you calling from?
4: Oh, can you hear you me? Know?
3: I don't I can hear you perfectly. I don't know what happened to our caller.
2: 412, can you hear me? Well, hold on a minute. i am turning everything off on my computer. Oh, 714. Oh, that was uh your friend. Uh-huh. Uh, well, hold on. Why is uh why can't we hear 412? 412 when she hung up? It was a man too. Can okay. you you can hear me? Well, let me four one two. We can't hear you right now, but maybe you'll click on in a minute. You're on live nine four nine. You're live and on the air. Can you get on?
3: Hi, who is this? Hmm. Hey, I wonder who it yeah, is. Yeah, we can hear you. Hello.
0: Hello. That's two. There, there. Hi. Okay, go.
3: Who's this? Hello. Hi. I can just barely hear you. Can you hear me?
7: Hello. Hi. Can you hear me? Yes. Oh,
0: Stephanie. No. <laughs> Maybe I. It? Maybe
7: I'm... It's Sharon.
0: Oh, Sharon.
7: How are you? You call. I'm, I'm good. i Oh, good. Now I can I'm hear you.
4: It.
7: Maybe I'm supposed to be Stephanie.
3: No, no, no. I simply could not hear you. And I was guessing, Uh, truly guessing. How nice of you to call.
7: I was listening to your show, and she said 949, and I just decided to answer.
3: Oh, thank you. Thank you very much. (laughs) Um, Thank you. I love your last caller. Oh, you know what? I so love it. Oh, Angela. Angela actually has, when I sat down and I did Brew Joy's um, diet exercises, I could actually see that she had the two points in the center of her palm to send white light through, and she was like, she couldn't see it, and she always doubts it. And I'm like, Angela, you're supposed to be this hands-on healer. It's okay to do it, but... I don't know. You know what what can you do? I I try and I try and encourage people and I've spent a lot of time, you know, talking to her and you know, people say that I get excited and I get them energized and stuff like that, but I love it. I just love everything about it. But you're definitely a person who has a better understanding of how psychics work and you've been able to use psychics as a support system for your life. So, um Share a story, any story you like, Sharon. Anything you want, we'd love to hear it. Anything I want. Anything you want. Anything you oh, want to share. I don't
7: know. I I think I shared out. <laughs> I'm, I'm over sharing. <laughs> uh, let's see. Um, I don't know. I did did have this weird dream. It's it's kind of weird.
3: Oh good! Oh good! Okay,
7: let's do it. It, it wasn't have a, a nightmare or anything, but it, it was just strange. I have a lot of strange okay. dreams. Um,
3: let's see.
7: I don't know how to start this. You know how I'm always all over the place.
3: Just start. It's okay. Just start. Um. Just
7: start. In the dream, I was with some people that that I had worked with in my job.
3: Okay, so the first and, theme of the. The theme of the dream is going to be about mm-hmm. the inner work that you've done on yourself and how it has given you a better understanding of the true purpose of your life. That is the theme of your dream. The dream is going to go through different pieces and explain that to your subconscious state in order to assist you with a prayer you have going on at the moment. Okay. So so
7: continue on. Okay. Um, we, I was discussing with someone mm-hmm. um, the following story. One of the men that I had worked with had a baby boy that he couldn't keep. Okay. And so his his cousin that I also knew well went to an out-of-state bank and she brought back money to buy the baby. Mm-hmm. And she... She married him with the money, but he didn't want to marry her. Okay. The baby was is now a toddler. I don't know where that comes in, but she was so happy, and the baby was happy. Um, we thought um, we thought that she shouldn't have done it. The people I was discussing this with, and that she made a mistake. Okay. And we were in we were in a room. Like um, a meeting room but it, it didn't it had a table that some people were sitting at it was a bright room with white walls and there were lots of children in the room they were toddlers and there was like a floating banana shaped table that they were standing at the table moved around the room and it looked like white paper And it had Mm. cutouts, and they were banging on the cutouts like drums, and laughing and giggling, and they were very happy.
3: That's my dream. Okay, Okay. so take me back to the part of the dream where you talk about the the baby boy. Okay, I didn't finish.
7: (laughs) I just turned the page. So I was feeling really happy for the little boy because he seemed so happy, but the parents were in another part of the room. They were sitting at a table and eating. And Debbie, Debbie and I, and the cousin, um, were walking with the children, enjoying them, helping them, especially the little boy we were enjoying, who was so full of joy. He reminded me of my grandson as a toddler. And I went to tell him how good he was, and he was so happy, and I cut out some more paper to make the floating table better. And oh. some the table told me to get out of the way. They were filming it on TV. They were sitting. They were sitting at a white folding table with a lot of wires and
3: machines, and then I woke up. Okay. Take me back to the early part of the dream where you tell me about – the baby boy being sold. Okay. Tell me that part over again.
7: I was discussing it with some other people because um, one of the men had a baby boy that he said he couldn't keep.
3: Okay. So the baby boy that couldn't be kept is the part of you that feels like your male energy as a child was compromised and not understood and not supported within your family structure. Mm -hmm. Talking about the male energy of you as a young child,
7: okay?
3: Right, yes. Okay. Which I had a lot of. (laughs) Right, right. You did, and you still do. You have really, really good. But then, then the dream goes on, and it talks about the bank. And the bank is not the bank. The bank is the bank of energy. It is your own energy. Okay. So uh-huh. when you talk when you talk about the bank, tell me that part of the dream over again, please. I remember that his cousin,
7: the lady, mm-hmm. um, went. She had to go to an out-of-state
3: bank. Okay, so out-of-state. Mm-hmm. Out-of-state is another state of consciousness. Had to go out of state is uh, the way of your subconscious telling you you have to go right. into another state to right. access the bank of energy that sits in reserve. Right. Okay? Okay. Uh So now go on. Go on that part of the dream. Go on to that part again because it's quite a specific dream that tells you how you can access this energy and this information in order to make the change that you want in order to leave a legacy of what your real energy is really about. That's what the story is about. The story is about you know, reclaiming energy that you lost and being able to put it together as a resource so you benefit yourself.
7: I see. That makes sense. Right. Uh-huh. Okay. Yes.
3: So um, we can go through any of the details. When you talk about, when you talk about talking with these other people, these are the uh-huh. parts of yourself that you have disconnected from so that you could be more focused in your one mindset and your one place. Uh So that's what, you know, I talked to somebody or there were other people in the room and there was a meeting. And so now you're asking of yourself to make sense of a story from your childhood, to make sense of why your life unfolded the way it did, and what is it that you leave for your children and your grandchildren?
2: You've got another 714. I don't know if this is uh, somebody, a friend of yours, 714-404-51. Oh, that's,
3: Ange- that's, that's Angela listening. That's uh, just Angela, that's Angela well, listening. Well,
8: she's on. Is she?
2: Angela, oh, are you Annie. there?
3: She's just listening.
2: Okay. Oh, she dropped. Okay. Okay. She got off. I guess. So Sharon, okay, I just wanted to make sure. Okay.
3: Sharon, <laughs> tell me, tell me the, tell me the last of the dream again, because that's the part that I like the best.
2: Oh, let's see. Four one two's still here. If you, you can co- coax him into talking again.
7: Okay. Um, let's see. Some parents were in another part of the room eating, and I was talking with Debbie. Oh, Debbie and I were walking with the children, enjoying them and helping them, especially the little boy who was full of joy, who reminded me
3: of my grandson
7: as a toddler.
3: Okay. So the the end of the the dream tells you that by understanding how you're connected to other people, you're able to bring joy really deeply into your life, and you're able to actually have happiness in the joy and the connection with other people. So it's, an, it's a beautiful conclusion, an interesting, an interesting dream, and you're welcome. I'd, I'd like to go over it in detail with you, so um, I'm sure to give you the full benefit of it, but it's a really positive dream that you have there very positive
7: well everything you said makes perfect sense to me
3: oh thank you thank you so much (laughs) did she know how to get
2: in touch with you yeah because that's awesome (laughs) okay so you are a dream interpreter so folks suzanne is a dream interpreter and uh there i have a few dream masters uh and they do seem to come from california so very interesting. So four one two dropped. I couldn't hear him, so he finally dropped. Oh. So I apologize. I hope he calls back in. For some reason, I could I put him on, but I just couldn't get him to get on. You know, we could. I heard him say something, and then he went away. So I apologize, Suzanne, for that.
3: You oh know? no no no, Sharon, would you like to have um Would you like to have Teresa pull a card for you?
2: Certainly, I would.
3: Oh good. Oh good. Would you would okay. you like to do that? just pull you don't have to pull a lot of cards. You can just pull one card for Sharon. Sharon is Sharon is wonderful. I enjoy her so much. Yeah. Well, let me do a
2: a quick I don't see anybody else here, so I guess she'll close out the show. If that's okay.
3: okay. I don't yeah. see
2: folks, uh you can reach uh Suzanne, but Suzanne, while I'm shuffling, go ahead and tell people how to reach you.
3: Oh, you can call me at seven one four four zero zero seven three eight four. Leave me a message and I'll call you back. Uh you can write to me. Um I call myself the Deep Psychic and it's called the Deep Psychic Reading at Gmail dot com. And uh, that's the best way to get in touch with me.
2: Okay. And everybody you can get in touch with me, TJ Morris Agency at Gmail dot com. I've got a bunch of business ones because you have to have them these days, uh, TJ at com. But uh, I'm just getting back to work, and Suzanne's the one encouraging me to do that. So uh, hopefully we'll build our psychic channel network again and uh, all of our friends. Now, we do have ACO acoclub.app up, but it just says soul self, and uh, I'll build that. I'm going to build probably psychic network back up. But let's see what cards I have. Uh, Let's see here Well there they go again Wow you had some master people on tonight Friends of yours And I put that for many readings Uh, So I guess you're building a nation (laughs) That's all I can figure out It's something I've been trying to do For eight years With other people But you know we train them And they all go do their own thing Because we're in this uh, time on the planet Where we have the networks Cyberspace. Now, I like to do the old way, and then I'll pull a new card, too. But it shows, actually, this lady was a magician, metaphysician in her past life. And it's rather (laughs) new. And she was all about money and abundance, but it shows that she worked very hard for it. But it always made her uh, wonder what else she could be, so probably why she came back. Because uh, even though she was a very powerful magician, musician, magician, uh, metaphysician, uh, money came easy to her. Now, these are your past cards from the old school, as we call them, past, present, future, even though we're using archetypes with the tarot. Now, presently, it shows major change, no surprise. The standard tarot deck, which I'm learning in seven, Law of 78, which says uh, major minor arcana. But for some reason, the people in the last couple of weeks or third week they're all, the mountain, the spiritual mountain is coming up for them, climbing the mountain for metaphysics, but it still shows your past energy of eight, and the pentacles bronze over for now and the present abundance. So you're all about, the uh, present is all about abundance, but your spiritual path, but you're okay on the Tower of Babel, or the tower, if you want to call it, for change, and making things happen in the present. And it shows some part of you wants to travel. Now the future has a a blessed, holy vow with a gentleman. I don't know why that would be, but I'm just telling you what I see because usually that's like a marriage card, but uh, something to do with abundance and marriage and a lot of love and change again for you. So you're going to go through change with a gentleman that is uh, all about change and speed and moving forward. But there's uh, there's one card up for completing what you've already started in the future, so I don't know who the uh, the man is, but it has to do with your uh, future and abundance. But he seems to go forward, but that is in your future. But she wanted me to pull you one card, but that's just the short reading from the universe. So, gee, I'm not guessing whether you're married or not, but it, it looks she good is. for abundance. Okay, well, that is good yet. for.
0: <laughs> we well, good minute. because.
2: Oh, good. Well, it are looks really good. Yeah. <laughs> that that seems to be working. <laughs> All right. Now this has to do with your willpower. The one, if you just pulled one card. Now, uh, are uh, who in your life? Uh, I I don't do astrology, but Suzanne does. I used to, but now everybody uses computers. But uh, because it's more accurate, actually, with the way the skies are. But uh, Leo the lion. Does that mean anything to you? No. Well, I guess uh, maybe it has to do, it's called will. It's W-I-L-L, willpower in pink.
3: It has to do with changes that come about in the time when we come into Leo this year, which isn't that far because uh-huh. Leo actually begins
4: in the last
3: few days of July, and then it takes us all the way through until almost the end of July, and then we go into Virgo. But Leo is a great turning point for you. That's what that message is. It's in fire, and I love the purity of fire, um, and it's really a helpful tool. So eight is also the number of death and rebirth, and it's an assistance process. It's a time when you'll be able to let go of the past and allow yourself to be fully reborn.
4: Mm -hmm. Well, I'm I'm glad glad you're
3: helping me because that is amazing (laughs) because that way the two of
2: us can learn this new deck together. (laughs) i am like I'm looking at it but somebody else is gonna to have to interpret it. <laughs> so that's that, good, Suzanne. That, I can... um, that coincides
7: with another dream I had, so that was amazing. Oh, I mean perfect, you don't know huh? the dream but, but it coincides with the information in that dream, so that was oh, amazing.
3: Wow. Oh, that's wonderful. You know, the best part of talking with you is how open and receptive you are and how quickly you metabolize information, you make sense of it, and then you apply it and you tell me how it works for you. It gives me such wow. joy. Yeah, it really does. I wish everybody was that way. <laughs>
2: <Me> too. <laughs> make and our job terrible. a lot easier. <laughs> but that shows my... My class in this reality is, uh, my mission is to bring people together in community, but also to uh, do serendipity and synchronicity. So, you know, have a good time, meet good people. But, Suzanne, you brought on, like last time we were so full we didn't get to everybody. I don't know if that turned everybody off this time. But it's like feast or famine. We had over 30 to 50 people. We couldn't we couldn't get to 15 or 20. This Or maybe we got to 30. I don't know we'd have to go back and count them and listen. But this time was only a few, but a lot of your, friend, your friends and followers tuned in. So it worked out really good because we've only got three minutes left. We've almost filled our full two hours. Oh, wow.
3: Well, Sharon, can I tell you thank you so much? And thank you doesn't really cover it because you have no idea what you bring. It's a gift when you come and you join in and you're open and you're receptive. It's just a lovely gift. I appreciate it so much.
2: Why do all your people feel like a part of a big team? They really do because you've been working with them for years. What's up with oh,
4: that? no.
7: No. No. She's a, oh. she's just an amazing person. I just love talking to her. She's just amazing. <laughs> wow. wow That's cool. I love talking cool. cool. to her. And i with just you. I am I just met here not met her not very long ago. So
3: Yeah. Wow.
2: I thought y'all For like me. known each other forever.
3: That's oh, weird, I'm Suzanne.
2: Okay. So you do that naturally. That's your <laughs> gift. So you're getting to be a networker. She's going to be a networker, Suzanne. I mean, you are maybe. Wow, this is amazing to me. I, well, folks, I go back and listen to these, and I learn a lot, and I take notes. But they'll be here. As, you know, my shows have been here for eight years, but. You know, if you're on it, go back and listen, and then you can come back a year from now, like Facebook, but you can come back and go, wow, look where I was, and then you can let us know, come back on and tell us if it happened, but I used to, Suzanne, when I did used to do readings a lot, I would do, uh, have people call me for a, a year reading for the whole year, one per month, wow. right, but you could, you just do it, uh, and I, I don't know how you do the readings you do, but I like them, they're very uplifting, <laughs>
3: Oh, you're, you're very arch. You make it real easy for me. And Sharon is a great conversation with psychics. She doesn't really understand that, but she's a person who helps people. You know, like she like operates like a mirror. She holds like this mirroring energy up to you, and your energy moves more quickly and more efficiently. And then she understands what you're saying to her, and so she receives it. And that feeling of that circle being complete so quickly like a lot of people can't move that fast but she moves very rapidly it's it's just a lovely it's a lovely moment to work in it's like grace
2: have you done her oh. reading Is she like a basket like you did for me
3: I, no i or, no i don't i don't know i really don't she's right. really a new friend she's truly oh, she's truly somebody okay. who's totally she's very new i've had some great conversations with her but um and I this is the first time I've done something for her where I've done a dream, but no I ha I've just been talking with her and listening to her life. And she's been wow. listening to mine. Yeah, yeah. Amazing.
2: Yeah, so. All right. Well My we buddy. all got a, a part, right? We're all playing a part okay. in each other's lives. If not, it's some expensive <laughs> <laughs> placeholders <laughs> our lives.
7: <laughs> i I, well, I like you, like you, you Sharon. No, I always think of these
2: too, Teresa. You did?
7: Oh, yes. I always enjoy them. Wow. I listen and I enjoy <laughs> Oh, wow. Have you always been here?
2: Uh, what I I've, been, I I've listened to about three of your shows. That's all. Oh, oh is this recently since Suzanne's been on? Yes. yes. Oh, well, thank you. Because I was like, oh, my God, I've read a bunch of Sharon's. Why aren't you sticking? I thought I noticed your voice, but you sound like my friend Anna from New York. That oh, might have no. been the first one you came on. But doesn't she have that energy, Suzanne? Remember Anna from New York? I had two of them oh, on the same night. One was brand wow. new, and one had been with me forever. Like I she
3: remember said, that. Yeah. Really?
2: Yeah,
3: yeah Sharon. Sharon has a remarkable memory. She has lovely social skills, and she's definitely a person who, she's like really very um, good with technology, and she's very fluid. It's it's very effortless to do anything with her. It's effortless. It's lovely.
2: Wow. Well, let us know if you have any time to come back. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, you never know. Well, yeah, because weekly, I mean, I wouldn't even mind if I could afford it to have somebody read me weekly, but even these mini readings, I mean, they're just a snapshot, but uh, a lot can be said with the universe, you know, if it's talking to you. Everybody that I've ever read for, even many readings, they always say they're pretty accurate, which I don't get, but that's okay. I don't have to understand it. But I did put a lot of training, and so I feel like it's a we all have the talent, and then you know we all train. But uh, I don't, I didn't master all the skills, you know. So uh, I don't know. But Sharon's bringing me back to. I guess to this was my roots. I I think my children always remember tarot cards. I didn't realize I was doing it in the seventies. I thought I started in the eighties, but they were like, mom, no, we grew up y'all. And they knew everyone, you know, what they were a hermit or whatever from one card they knew. And I was like, really? So I didn't realize up in the seventies, I was reading cards. So how can you forget that? And you know, how, how can you forget you read cards? But I did. Well, I forgot.
3: you you did other stuff. You did so many other things. You have forgotten more than most people have ever lived. So, yes, <laughs> that, that that is quite fortunate. So, I'm gonna I'm gonna unplug and here. And I thought and it Karen. was just Alzheimer's. <laughs> no, not not
4: Alzheimer's. Not. That.
2: Yeah, my doctor so swears I so don't, don't have Alzheimer's. So I'm like, know. if you say so. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, Sharon, any time anytime you want to come back, you just add a lot. You really do. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. Well, and if I see well, you guys hold – Sharon, I'm not writing the
2: numbers down. I never have for eight years. So if – you know, and I don't recognize numbers, but sometimes I remember voices. You know, or if no, I'm thinking about somebody, I can sort of uh, – I have learned to evoke which we all do with radio telephone, right? We play radio telephone. Right. We'll send it through right. the ears. And then somebody will call you, especially if you're close to them, you know, your mother, your that's sister. Right. <laughs> so you say, oh, well, thank so you, so Sharon.
4: That was thank sweet you. of
2: so Sharon. All right, good night. Sharon, thank you. Thank you. Bye. Thank you okay. for being a part. Bye.
4: All right. Bye. All right.
2: Thank you. All right. Let's see. It's just me and you now, but how, why are all these numbers on? Okay. No, that's she went off. Okay. Now there's just, just me and you. That's it. Okay. And then the studio. All right. I guess that's the end of the show then. We did good. And uh, it's funny how it went because I didn't I, – every time I write it different, but I think I'll go back and put uh, the ACO Ascension Psychic Oracle's Again, do you like that or no? You want this, you want me to just put psychic channel network or you don't care? It, the, what it is is in radio, the people that do the syndicating, they like me to change the name up each time in the series. It can be the same series, and I have to number the episodes, but I've got an automatic number set up in the computer. But I have to change the name every time. <laughs> if you wonder why, it's never the same name, right? And now you can't hear me? That's weird. So we're off? Well, I can't hear you, Sharon, so call me. All right. Thank you, everybody. We really enjoy people. And now I'm echoing this. All right. we'll we'll see you next week.